and welcome to here's Johnny's Reviews and Adult Animation April, which is my look at Max and Mary, Beast by Headed to America, Team America, World Police, and today's movie, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Come out in 1999, two years after the phenomenal TV show exploded into pop culture. This thing takes a swipe at everything with no mercy. Maybe I should have covered this in March, however, as this is a bloody musical. I saw this back in 1999 in cinemas, in a roasting hot cinema packed to the gills. With a budget of 21 million and pulling in 52 million, much like Beavis and Butthead, these four foul-mouthed little kids were everywhere on TV, t-shirts, video games, etc, etc. And these were bonafide pop icons. Pop culture icons even. Ironically, I haven't watched this, well, I haven't watched South Park in years. I mean, Jesus Christ. Last time I watched it, I think, was 2010? I think, I mean, God. Anyway, with that, this is on with the show. Actually, before I go on with the show, there's a rumour flying around that uh, Troma actually gave South Park their big opening, well, not South Park, but Train. Matt, their big opening, but I'm not too sure if that's validified or not, because apparently the movie, what they're talking about, was Cannibal the Musical, which was a student film, which they just gave money to promote, so, mm. moving on. Starring Trey Parker, Mark Stone, Isaac Hayes, George Clooney, Brett Spinner, Spiner even, uh, Mimi Driver, and Eric Idle, directed by Trey Parker, at that plot. Any small, sleepy mountain town of South Park, four children see an 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 rated an R rated a movie, and start to swear. This shocks the parents and blame Canada and start a World War Three. This is exactly what Satan wants to take over the world. Can Kenny, Kyle, Stan, and Eric stop this, or is the world doomed? So the movie opens up on two birds holding up a sign saying South Park bigger, longer and cut. And uncut even. <laughs> then on to the first of many songs in this movie, sung by Stan Marsh, voiced by Trey Parker of Cannibal the Musical, that's the troll movie I was talking about, Basketball, and well, South Park. Anyway, he sings how great his quiet little mountain town is. We are shown around town as he gets money to see the weird little Canadian movie at the local cinema from his mother and then picks up the rest of his friends Kenny McCormack, voiced by Matt Stone of Well C. Tree Parker Kyle Brofloski also voiced by Stone and last but not least Eric Cartman, voiced by Trey Parker they all sneak into the R-rated Canadian movie Tenants and Philip, Asses of Fire this is where the sweet, innocent fourth graders learn to swear and become the foul of little shits we all know and love. Once tricking the dumb teen ticket scout uh, into letting these clearly underage kids into seeing this movie, we are shown the floppy-headed Terence and Philp, a voice by Trey Parker and Matt Stone. And cue the second song, Uncle Fucker, the one that almost won the Oscar, as Terence and Philp fart over themselves uh, the entire crowd. All but Cartman and Co. a walk out because this is just juvenile crap humour. Outside the cinema, three hours later, who the fuck watches a three hour movie in a cinema? Jesus Christ, what is it, a bloody Marvel movie? And spot the Mecha Streisand movie poster. Uh, and this was a nod to the early seasons where they hated Baba Streisand. Anyway, moving on. And the 
bust up a swear storm as Carm and Kyle and Koji start sweating for no apparent bloody reason. Because I guess the movie has warped a fragile little minds. The boys go down to the ice rink to show off that they saw the Tensor Fault movie and their new bad language skills. Skating on ice is Stan's wannabe girlfriend, Wendy, voiced by Mary Kay Burgum, who also voices Kenny's mother, Kyle's mother and Carmen's mother. But the ring joke was he can't talk to her without throwing up, which he does numerous times. Too bad the new kid in town, Gregory, has stole her heart, as he's a politically motivated type person. Anyway, the next day at school, every kid in town has no sort of movie, and it starts swearing little heads off. This shocks Mr. Garrison, also voiced by Trey Parker, so much so he sends the boys to Mr. McKay. Also, oh fuck this pish, if I don't say everything is either voiced by Trey Parker or Matt Stone, I could go on for hours having many people with a bloody voice. God, it's like Mike Judge from previous bloody podcasts. <clears throat> the parents are called and Cartman throws the other boys under the bus as the other ones refuse to tell them where they learned a bad language. Cue another bloody song. And did I say I can't stand a musicals of how Cartman love uh, how Cartman how Stan loves a Wendy. In the school cafeteria, the boys meet Chef, voiced by the late Isaac Hayes of Escape from New York, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, Shaft, and of course South Park. He gives Stan advice on how to steal a woman from another man, i.e. find a clitoris. So Stan goes on a hunt to find it, and the thing goes on and on and on. On the news, a midget in a bikini, hey, I don't like this thing so don't blame me, talks about how Terry Philp is destroying American culture and warping the fragile minds of the American kids by their puerile toilet humour and their foul mouths. Kyle's mother is on TV, facing off against the Canadian Minister of Movies and using racist slurs such as all Canadians have a floppy heads and beach little eyes. The following day in school, Mr McKay sings to the boys about no swearing and just say, Mugger. Oh, God. Oh. After that shit song, I did I say I hate musicals and thank Christ for the thank fucking fast forward button. Mr. McKay let the whole school away early, so guess what they do? Yes, you have guessed it, they all go and see the Tez and Philip movie again, making that entire shit song mute. Outside, Kenny looks a fart on fire after coming bits on $100. It can't be done because it was on the movie, apparently. He gives a crap. He sets himself a fire and kills himself. And cue the, oh my god, you killed Kenny, you bastards! Uh, the other running joke for the bloody TV show. In surgery, one of the Useless doctors operating on Kenny is a Dr. Gouchy, a voice by George Clooney of ER, Batman and Robin, a movie I covered last year, check my archives, Out of Sight and Return to Horror High, a movie I covered two years ago, check my archives for that one. Let's Kenny die after he replaces his heart with a baked potato. He explodes and is sent to hell after being rejected from heaven because he missed one day of church to go and see the Terrathan Philp movie. In hell, he's tortured by CGI demons, I guess this is where the budget went to then, of Hitler, George Burns, Gandhi, and weirdly, John Wayne Gacy, as his clown, Bobo, I think it was called, hmm. Before meeting Satan himself, meanwhile, back on Earth, Kyle's mom holds a PTA meeting and cue, blame Canada, blame so on and so forth, blame Canada. 
So instead of, oh, I don't know, saying no to these little brats and being a parent, they blame Canada, much like today, everything must be banned, blamed on something, and have the buck passed. How about no? How about you take some responsibility for yourself and stop blaming other things and other people for crying out loud? This society is going down the toilet because of this victim culture which just has sprung up over the past five or so years. Because parents were told their little darlings, little dears, were unique and special. I got news for you, sweetheart, on a planet of nine billion people. No one is unique or special, so grow up, shut up and wise up for fuck's sake. Anyway, back to the movie itself. Bloody. The boys are still grounded because they grounded previously for swearing in class, etc, etc. They're now grounded for three weeks, which is bloody pointless, frankly. And pretty much left alone to their own devices, as their parents marched to DC to blame Canada, or MAC, Mothers Against Canada. So they watched the Conan O'Brien show, no, not voiced by Conan himself, but by, weirdly, Brett Spinner of Star Trek Next Generation, Independence Day, and Warehouse 13. He has Terrence and Philip on to defend their movie and Canada, but all they can do is fart on themselves. Oh uh, yeah, and um, Brooke Shields is voiced by Mimi Driver, weirdly. By the way, she's a guest on the Conan O'Brien show on the couch because, hmm, reasons. Terrence and Philip are arrested by Mac. Conan kills himself after taking a bribe, jumping out of a window and panicking himself on a parked car, where somebody just comes out and stops the thing from going off. At UN, a... Canadian minister tells the entire Canadian budget uh, comes from Tess and Philip and therefore this would cause Canada to go into a recession if Tess and Philip are arrested. The entire UN Council take the piss out of Canada for using a boot instead of a bout because what's all a boot? Oh, I'm going to lose vote. I'm going to lose bloody listeners, aren't I? For crying out, slagging the Canadians, yeah. Anyway, the sparks of a war as the Canadian Air Force bombs and kills the Bolden brothers. At school the next day, the entire school is huddled into the gymnasium to see the American president, i.e. Clinton, has declared war on Canada. Also, Tennyson Philip will be executed on live TV. Turns out Stan's mom is a new Secretary of Offence, and I'm surprised this doesn't exist in today's easily triggered world. And Phil declares war on Canada, and cue World War III. As in hell, Kenny meets and is tortured by Satan. It turns out Satan's boyfriend is Saddam Hussein, and all he must do is have sex, oh, and take over the world again. Back on Earth, the kids band together to... Stand up for freedom of speech, or la resistance as they're called. However, all Cartman wants to do is sing a song about how Kyle's mom is a bitch. Kyle's mom comes up with the bright idea of putting a chip in every child's head to control them if they do or say anything that is wrong, such as swearing. And cue Dr. Vlosnocker, voiced by Eric Idle of Monty Python theme. Uh, to explain how this chip works, i.e. if the chip hears swearing, or even the attempt of swearing, it will shock the person with it in their heads. Electric shock, basically. Hmm. Honestly, I'm surprised this doesn't actually exist in a real world. And this is not done in colleges and universities today, as everything is bloody offensive, and most things are now banned, for crying out loud. On TV, a news report shows just how far this has gone, as 
Canadians are getting rounded up and placed in concentration camps. Really? And Toronto has been reduced to ashes after the Canadian Air Force took out the arcades. For fuck's sake. In the town square, a now drunk with power, Mac, are burning everything Canadian. The boys try to talk to their parents, but they won't listen, so go up with the plan to rescue Titus and Philip and start their own movement, as I said, la resistance. Because why would the parents listen to the children? I mean, they're doing this because of, we have to save the children, what's up to think of the children? Oh, for fuck's sake. But they don't listen to the children, who gives a crap, this movie's terrible. <coughs> Back in hell, Satan and Saddam find out World War Three has started, and now is the time for him to rise. Ken overhears this and starts to panic. On Earth, the boys send an email saying to meet that night after getting tucked in to save Terence and Philip. That night, Kenny haunts Cartman and warns him about Satan's plan to take over the world. In Hell, another bloody song, Satan sings that he's actually a good guy and wants to be up on Earth where the sky is blue and the blah 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 and that's crap and rainbows and piss. Cartman rushes to the warehouse meeting place to tell Stan and Kyle if Tiz and Philip die, Satan will rise. The boys come up with a plan to get Tiz and Philip to Canada at the next day's USO gig. Meanwhile, at an army base in town, a general tells the troops the plan, which is to use all the coloured people, or darkies as they're called in this thing, as a human shield, and then go on to wipe out the entire Canadian Air Force and Army, using only the white people, racist much. Mm. Again, I didn't write this, Trey Parker did, so blame him, if not, blame Canada. Uh, dear. <clears throat> anyway, cue another bloody song tomorrow night. If that's not what it's called, I don't give a shit, because did I say I cannot stand musicals? Anyway, I fast-forwarded this bloody song in hell, after Saddam tries to have sex with Satan. Again, Kenny comforts the crying devil and gets him to stand up for himself to leave Saddam once and for all. Another fucking song out of nowhere. See, this is why I can't stand musicals. The songs come out of bloody nowhere and go on and on about utter shit. About how Saddam is a bad guy, but he can change uh, after Satan, Satan rather dumps him. This works as Satan takes them back. As on Earth, the USO show starts, the boys start to rescue Tiris and Philip. Kyle's mom, however, has them brought on stage and placed in electric chairs. So the boys come up with a new plan to stall the show while a French kid called the Mole digs under the stage to rescue Tiris and Philip. And cue another song by a big gay owl. He's super! Thanks for asking. And why the hell did I do this bloody movie? Oh, God. Bloody stereotypes. Bloody shit. As the mole digs under the stage, it's down to Cartman to kill the Lorems. But too bad, Kenny haunts him again, and he just runs off scared. The mole breaks onto stage to rescue Tiz and Philip, but he's caught and is torn apart by guard dogs, his pet peeve. The boys try to stop Tiz and Philip from getting killed, but no one listens and mock them when they warn about Satan and Saddam Hussein. And then just pull the lever and they're shocked. Because why listen to kids again? These people are fucking morons inbred. Fucking redneck douchebags. The Canadian Air Force strike, so Kurtman pulls the plug. This shocks him and overwrites this chip in his head, giving him the power to shock people. All hell breaks loose as the US Army take on the Canadians. Kyle sees all 
Mighty God, aka Clitoris, and who wrote this crap? And it tells him Tennyson fills of blood mustn't be spilled on U.S. soil. Also, to believe in himself and chicks will just love him for who he is. Alright, and then back on the battlefield, Chef gets his all-black squadron to duck all the bullets and bombs, taking out all the redneck races behind them. The boys team up with La Resistance, aka all the other kids, forming a human shield around Tennyson and Philp and finally stand up to their parents. Unfortunately... Kyle's mother doesn't listen and shoots them both dead in the head. This spills the blood on the US soil and Satan rises. However, as demons swirl in the air, Saddam Hussein takes over, mocking Satan, calling him his little bitch. Kenny tells Satan to stand up against him, but he can't. So it's down to an uber pissed off Cartman to take down Saddam Hussein, using his electrical swearing power and his cold mean black heart. Satan finally snaps, tossing Saddam Hussein into the pits of hell and pulling him on a fiery rock. For this, Satan gives Kenny one wish, that being for everything to go back to what it was before the war started. As Kenny says goodbye, and note he's voiced by Mike Judge of Beavis and Butthead fame, Satan reverses everything, rainbows cover the sky, the grass turns green and flowers bloom. The entire town sing about how great South Park is, as fireworks fill the air, Kenny is sent to heaven of a big titted woman as credits finally roll. Wow! For an hour and 70 minute movie, this drags and is fucking awful. No wonder I stopped watching this garbage. Jesus Christ. The animation looks cheap. The songs are terrible. The nasty mean spirited is not justified. And it's just plain crap. And what the hell was the budget? There's animation was exactly what it did on TV. So Clooney's voice and Spinner's voice cost fucking $21 million. Jesus Christ. I'm going to give this thing a well below par 3 out of 10. Anyway, come back next week for my final adult animation. April, another goddamn musical in Team America World Police. Then May starts the summer of Super, which is my look at Supergirl, Elytra, Catwoman, etc. June is Iron Man, July is Captain America, August and September is Superman because he turns 80 this year. Well, the cartoon did anyway, the comics rather, whatever. Moving on, John. <clears throat> so anyway, don't forget to share, leave a like, comment and subscribe. Also, if you're feeling generous, check out my new Patreon for just $1 a month. You get access to exclusive movie reviews and this month is Beetlejuice, which is unscripted, unrehearsed and pretty much unedited. If you can't do that, however, that is fine. Just follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod or email me movie suggestions to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my franchise podcast of Mad Max, Resident Evil, Star Wars, Psycho, Omen, and many more. Also, check out my soul podcast of the Blues Brothers, Donnie Darko, They Live, Christine, and many, many more. Now, a bye bye, and I'm off to unwork my fragile little mind. Oh, <laughs>